The internet is the global system of interconnected computer networks that uses the internet protocol suite TCP IP to communicate mm. between networks and devices. It is a network of networks that consists of private, public, academic, business, and government networks to local or global scope, linked by a broad array of electronic wireless and optical networking technologies. Most traditional communication media, including radio, television, paper mail, and newspapers, was reshaped, redefined, or even bypassed by the internet, giving birth to new services such as email, inter internet telephones, internet television, video streaming, and the humble podcast. But none of this would be, have been possible if not for the year 1995. The first year, the internet was entirely privatized, with the United States government no longer providing public funding. America Online and Prodigy offered access to the World Wide Web system for the first time this year, releasing browsers that made it easily accessible to the general public. Similarly, another monumental event happened in 1995 when Lagunitas Brewing Company introduced their India Pale Ale, a new uh, newcomer to the scene. And these two events not 15 years ago, have come to this uh, uh, nexus of evolution to create this ago. 25 years ago <laughs> to create this very episode of a podcast where we'll use the internet to distribute our podcast to your ears and drink Elagonita's IPA. Introduce the guest, yeah. First sip. Mm, it's such a great intro, by the way, Joe. Good IPA. You think so or not? Give I me do. The honest truth. I do. I love thinking that you Google search major events 1995 and then saw that the internet was privatized and then connected that to the beer flawlessly i love that i put 40 hours of research into that cold <laughs> open and you're just going to trivialize it as if i googled it for 10 minutes before the show three can i say i'm a show. bit of a bit of an asshole you are um speaking of a bit of an asshole okay. if we want to do ant <laughs> antonyms of that if we want to talk about bit of nice guys we have one on the podcast with our very special guest and a uh, new friend and dear should we say colleague it feels we weird to say colleague, but I, I suppose I am a colleague. Uh, <laughs> technically, technically, I'm your employee. So yes, and dear employee awesome. of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Brown is on the show. Josh, thank you for for joining us. Today. Thank you, guys. Oh, Josh. Um, cheers. In in cheers. In other significant events of 1995, I was born that year. Whoa! God, I swear I was going to ask. <laughs> I swear I was going to ask. I was like, Josh, when were you born? And then I was like, that seems weird to ask. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't God, care. Damn it! It's funny because. Well, I was going to say some of my, uh, some of my, I, I do some teaching and some of my students are like seven. And when you ask like a seven year old, how old you are, you get pretty much any age is fair game for an right. answer. I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten 11, like I'm an 11 year old oh, wow. teaching the seven year old. That's that the guitar. oldest age that they could imagine. And I've 11. got, yeah, they're like, I don't know any 11 year olds. He must be 11. <laughs> and I've gotten like 60. <laughs> it's just like, wow. <laughs> I guess, I guess seven years old is not yet when you learn about age in school and what age looks like. Oh, that's fun. And you, you teach music, right? That's what you're mm -hmm. teaching these kids? Yeah. Okay. Of various forms. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. I think you you start losing the concept of age at my age too. I said 1995 was 15 years ago because my brain didn't compute that that was possibly right. 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's just like I don't know if that's an age thing. I think I just like uh, everyone makes that mistake. Cause like 20, 2020 does not feel like a real year. This does not feel like yeah. a a year that was meant to be. I mean, we were supposed to be dead in 2012. So. We're eight years over two. And 2000. Y2K, baby. Oh, that's true. See, oh, I was yeah. too young for that. So that one went I over think, my head. Right. But I think that is what my mind always goes to. It's like, we're not that far from the year 2000 because I remember it being such a big deal. Uh, but we are. Yeah, we're 20 I've lived ago. much longer past 20 or 2000 than I did before it. So I get where your confusion comes from, Joe. But all in all, I'm glad I could correct you on it. If confusion comes because my brain is rotten because of the drinking during this quarantine mm. did i yeah. tell you my uncle's bit in y2k uh uh-huh. i think it was a common uncle bit he went we did the we did the countdown and he was in the basement and killed the circuit breaker at midnight <laughs> which which is kind of funny but also like just ruined the party for a period of time sure. like things were going Alarms were going off when we went back to it. That was the reaction his his wife, my aunt, gave when he came back upstairs. That's a good bit, though. That's really good. I feel it's like it's pretty should, funny. Yeah. Anytime, anytime there's like us post apocalypse, I would just start doing that same thing. Right. Yeah. You like fire a gun off or something. Classic mm-hmm. well, bit. You owe royalties to my uncle Dave, so I'm yeah. sorry. Now I can help but notice you guys time. aren't using uh, cold cans koozies. Uh, what the what the deal with that is? Yeah, um, we no, we should be representing the brand. I got one here by my desk at all times. Nice, <laughs> good. Snap a as quick you, picture. As you, oh, yeah, we should oh. get a picture of this beer. I'm gonna get a Wait, screen right, no, grab. No koozie. All right, I'm gonna hold the koozie next to it though. I love Genius. it. Genius. This guy's thinking. Don't hide that brand. face of yours. He's hiding his face. He's ashamed of being on the pod. All right, I got him. Thank you, boys. <laughs> I've told no one that I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually using a voice modulator yeah. so it won't track back to him i think yeah. i'm talking uh, to my grandma right now <laughs> and the name josh brown, uh, brown is clearly a pseudonym for for your yes. name there's no one yes named yep. them. that's like a john doe type of situation mm, yeah there's a oh i forget exactly i looked up recently there, there's somewhere in the tens of thousands of me out there in the world the most notorious of which uh was a kicker for the New York Giants for many years, Josh Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember, is, remember him. Yeah, he's known for kicking footballs. He's also known for <laughs> domestic violence, domestic where he assault, was yeah. arrested That's for right. it. Yeah, That's uh, right. terrible, terrible stuff. But uh, yeah. when the whole like story broke, which I think I was in high school, there was an article um, out co- titled, Josh Brown is a complete and utter piece of shit. <laughs> and all of my friends- Was that in the New York Times? <laughs> Uh, I think it was, yeah, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, only the most, you know, re- uh-huh. uh, reputable sources. Right. I love that. I love how easy and fun it was for your friends to grab that article. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it, you know, talk about being handed a joke on a platter, on a right. silver yeah. platter. Low effort hazing. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Josh Brown. That sh- has to be the caption for this episode of this show then. It's Josh, Josh Brown is a total and utter piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, Lagunitas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Lagunitas. Like, da, da, da. Also, so, so we, yeah, there's let, let's get to the beer. I am loving these first few sips, which is surprising for me uh, because it is an IPA. And Josh, you, when we asked you to be on the show, suggested this one. So, what did you like about this beer? Are you not an IPA guy? 
Not typically, notoriously Ooh. not an IPA well, I guy. do feel like I, IPAs are the thing where it's like, I learned to like beer because of IPAs, but also I feel like everyone I talk to is like actually into beer is like, eh, IPAs, you just kind of like throw a bunch of hops in a, like, like throwing yeah. a bunch of hops in a beer doesn't make it a good beer. Um, that being said, I, I yeah, that's my mindset. You know, I can't tell the difference. It's like, it, I kind of feel <laughs> the same way about wine. Whereas like, if you give me a $10 bottle of wine, and a hundred dollar bottle of wine i'm gonna be like they are both wine and i'm not a big fan of either one frankly Um, and i feel like with beer i just don't have like a sophisticated enough palate to tell the difference so if you want to serve me alcohol just hide it with a bunch of hops and i'm gonna love it it's great Mm, yeah i like that that i kind of have that with uh with sushi i can have as long Mm. as it's not like gas station sushi or whatever (laughs) if it's Fine sushi and sushi that I've paid a bunch of money for has been very similar to me. So yeah. I don't pay a bunch of money for it. I get that some people have a palate where just like wine and beer, they can distinguish it. But it's just not worth I don't get the return on that investment in any way. Yeah. Nick, you have that with anything? I'm trying to think if I do have that with a, anything. He's a connoisseur of everything. Mm. Of <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I don't have a very refined palate, so I don't. Sushi is one thing that, yeah, I don't pay a ton for. I also don't love it that much, so that's another reason why I won't drop, you know, hundreds of dollars on it or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really good place to be at when you can tell when you're getting a return on your investment, like when you can enjoy the nuances of something and to focus yeah. on that rather than trying to chase some taste or feeling that you're never going to get from something that's so expensive just because other people value it highly totally Totally. but it's enlightenment baby yeah that's the that's the same thing with cocktails for me too Mm. Um, it's just like i can't justify spending whatever 15 dollars on a cocktail because i i can't it's the same as buying a rail cocktail (laughs) right pathetic palate this this is sort of how i feel about there are a lot of craft breweries now doing like lagers and pilsners, which they hadn't been for a while, which I like because that's mm. the type of beer I prefer. But you're going to pay almost twice as much for that as you would pay for like a Coors Light or a Bud Light or even right. a Bud Heavy or something. And they just there's just not that much of a flavor difference yeah. when it comes to lagers and pilsners. I'm it's always just not worth it. I'm like always disappointed. I have a, a Belgian a Belgian roommate, so he he likes beer mm. a lot. Um, and nice. strong beers. Yeah, definitely. And he like got this he, he had these like this uh like one of the four packs but the 16 ounce cans um mm-hmm. and was like this fancy beer he was like oh yeah a six pack was like you know 20 bucks for or the for the four like 20 bucks for a four packs kind of expensive like you should try it it's just like you know it's this like super nice brewery but it's their like pub their like pub uh you know version of their beer yeah. which is just like a regular oh, old lager okay. and he's like yeah you could you should try some and i tried some I'm like yeah i mean like it's expensive Bud Light, you know what I mean? Or like it's yeah, expensive yeah. Budweiser. Like it's not. It's like beer. Yeah, it's, it's beer. Yeah. Um, That's so the yeah, thing I about think... Belgian beers. Typically, though, is um, they're like heavier alcohol, mm-hmm. which is nice. And you know, maybe you are willing to pay a little bit more for. But yeah, if they're just making a basic beer like that, there's no reason to pay out the nose. Mm-hmm. Is delirium? Um, but yeah, I like Lagunitas. I like Lagunitas too. Just to wrap up the Belgian thing before we get into the Lagunitas, why you brought Lagunitas right. on the show. Was Delirium Tremens Belgium? If not, we move right on. We don't know. Okay, never mind. You couldn't have looked Is that, that up. You guys have done before? You couldn't have looked that up in the time that you wanted to bring it up. <laughs> wanted to throw you under the bus. We can, we, let's come back Paul to Cabal. it. Paul Cabal. We'll come back. Yeah, are we going to um, ring Tremens? Also, is that a thing you guys do? 
Oh, we. I rank, feel like baby. sometimes I feel like I, I I might maybe I missed it in the episode let's do, but I feel like in some of the episodes at the end you're like yeah so like where does this one fall and you're like I don't know like thirty, great. <laughs> Much know? more scientific than this. We spent forty <laughs> hours. More. Do you have a list? Research? Like do you have? A, yeah. Do you have the I, actual list? Oh, at coldcanspodcast.com slash rankings, oh, you'll be able ever. to find okay. the full Perfect. 100. Perfect. Because uh, because I definitely we're definitely going to rank this one, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're we're going to try. Guys are, you guys are past 100. This is an alternative, of yeah. course, as fans of the show would know. So, yeah, Josh. we'll give you the premise, Josh. Uh, as a new <laughs> a recent, introductory, a <laughs> as an immigrant to Cold Cans Nation, we will give you the premise. The, okay. We did a. It's the top 100 beers of all time. We are now right, in right, episode right. 110 or something. 111. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this one's going to be. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah, 111. And so in episode 111, we are now. You're the beer either. So now that this is a beer that's not currently on our list, we're oh, deciding whether it makes the top 100, and if it does, we rank it, or whether it goes to Satan's walk-in cooler in hell and <laughs> dies there and stays there. Okay. So you can fans could check this out at coldcanspodcast.com/slash/rankings. I'm on it right now. Looks pretty. Looks pretty great. It's sure great does. Website. Yeah, we spend as Natter- much time. <laughs> Natterdays. Did Natterdays get ranked? No, that, that missed. Okay, that. all right. I if all right. Nat, Natty Light. So, so, what are the ranking? What's the ranking system? Because Natty Light is a hundred, and oh. Natty Light is like a great beer, not because it's good, but because it's Natty Light. <laughs> and uh, is yes. that like part of the idea? Taste, so, mouthfeel. I can't remember what the qualifiers yeah, are. Yeah, sort of like sessionability. Ability to crush eight of them in a basement right. in college on a given Sessionability, yeah. cost. Um, and it is. It's all about the like sort of subjective nature of these beers. So like Natty Light. Mm-hmm. Natty Light is actually not our 100th beer. It's our 100th episode. So if you go into rankings, Natty Light is actually um, 27 on the list. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm just on the, I say, I'm just on the podcast. So if you go to the page. rankings tab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got you. That's it's because you're here. <laughs> yeah. Because we love Natty light. I think to what you were getting at, it's like, right. Yep. Necessarily, of course it's not the best beer, but beers that like it about energizes me as much as, you know, only 26 other beers can beat. Like, right. I right. I guess that's beer. fair. I fucking memories it. of yeah. it from college, that sort of thing. That was kind of what we talked about yeah. in that episode of like why it was yeah. that high. Ooh, while so, I'm yeah. looking while I'm looking at the rankings, there is a Lagunitas beer that is number five mm. on the rankings. Yes. yes. Well, I actually don't think I've had this one. Nighttime nighttime ale, right? Uh-huh. Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. Well, that is such a good beer. I think I it's a it. limited it. run. Uh, it may remember. have been or it's seasonal because it's definitely yeah. like a winter warmer type. It's an eight point two percent alcohol beer. Mm-hmm. Um, super good though. We were on a when we ranked that one, we were on such a stretch of like winter warmers. Mm. I think we got you know a little big for our britches. I don't know if it should be up that high. Yeah. Same thing with Pyramid Snowcap Winter Ale, but Pyramid Snowcap at the time because Pyramid Brewery gave us the beer for free to right. review it, and then gave us their head brewer to interview. And so let's just say we were a little biased and put them yeah. super high on the list. Yeah, that's fair. You know, you got to be gotta, bought. <laughs> yeah, still. We absolutely. can't be bought, of course, except for the few times that we were bought, like when Pyramid and Optimism <laughs> came on. We love you and we reviewed you subje- uh, objectively. Yes. Um, but, but to the point of why we love beers, I cut you off to talk about Delirium Tremens, Josh, right mm. as you were about to say why you brought. Lagunitas on the show. So let's yes. talk about your relationship with the beer. So, you know, Lagunitas and I go way back. 
uh, mm. probably sophomore year of college. So honestly, I like I didn't really like beer um, at all until maybe sophomore year. Of, I mean, you know, I, I mean, uh, last year when I was 21, not during sophomore year yes, of college. Right. Of course. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, um, assuming that I was of age at the time. Um, this is an entertainment in 1995 podcast. and you could, oh, I, I <laughs> um, thank you. I just like, I think like, like I said, IPA has taught me to like beer. Like, cause I first like, sure. I, you know, someone's like, oh, have a beer. And I was like, oh, great. Like this isn't just shitty, you know, vodka from like mm-hmm. a plastic handle anymore. This will probably be really good. And then I drank whatever, you know, I'm sure Coors, Miller, something like that. I was like, this mm-hmm. is disgusting and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> and like, wait, you're telling me I have to drink like six of these to feel anything? Like, oh my God, this sounds awful. Um, <laughs> I definitely would not need six at this point in life, maybe two. But um, And so I was just like, I just kind of never really considered them. Um but then you get into college and people, and I think especially like my friends became a little bit too much into beer where like one of my friends would do these like, like these, like he would like do meetups with people where he'd like literally meet up with a bunch of random people on Craigslist to exchange beers from these like higher tier brewery, weird stuff. Gosh, your, wow. friend, was in, your friend was doing orgies, but yeah, yeah, up. probably, but <laughs> Uh, we had to let him have that one. You know, we we're like, sure, we all know sure. what you're really doing, but like, sure. Yeah, go like, ahead and review your beer yeah. with your so, friends. <laughs> anyways, all my friends are like getting into nice beers and I'm like, all right, like I, am I the weird one that I don't like beer? I'm like a college, you know, sophomore. I feel like all I should be doing is drinking beer. And sure. so I like started looking for things that were more tasty and people recommended IPAs. And I mean, the first time I had an IPA, which was a harpoon, which I don't know if you guys have heard of harpoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Harpoon's a big Boston East Coast, yeah. I'm from Boston. Um, So the first IPA I ever had was a Harpoon IPA, which now is one of my favorite beers. At the time, I was like, this is even worse than, than like, the Miller Life. Like, how is beer so bad? Why do people like it? Chewing it and, yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, it like, it's truly an acquired taste, I think. Like, you have, like, five Mm -hmm. or six of them, and all of a sudden, it's just, like, you get it. You're like, oh, okay, I understand the hops now. Like, I understand why this, like, crazy hoppy flavor is really, really good and, like, when I crave it. And Lagunitas was, I think, the first beer that my, like, parents ever were like, all right, like, you're going to be 21 in a few months. Like, you Mm -hmm. can have a beer. (laughs) And they, like, got a six, (laughs) yeah, like, like, oh, man. Um, And they got a six-pack of Lagunitas. And um, So was this something they drank regularly then? Um, I don't know if they drank it regularly. Honestly, my parents mm. aren't huge drinkers. My dad would totally be the type to just like, like he plays, he still plays baseball and he would oh, just nice. like, yeah, I mean, it's like very, sure, very low level baseball, not because he wasn't a good baseball player, you know, when he was 30, but because he's just, you know, been declining at a very even pace for the right. last 30 years. So right. it's sure. pretty funny going to watch, going to watch. Even is better baseball. than declining exponentially. So it's true. It's true. <laughs> he, yeah. He's currently in, he's in an over 40 league and an over 50 league. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And there's actually, there's actually not much of a difference in skill between those two, between those two <laughs> levels. I think over 30 is the last, like, all right, there's like a decent sure. amount of athleticism still left, but he would always just like after those games in the parking lot, just have a couple of Coors Lights or Bud Lights or, you know, Michelob Ultras, which I consider, you know, the, the daddest of beers. Um, and <laughs> the fit dad, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, only beers. 90 calories. The over or 40 baseball um, dad is, is drinking Nick Ults. Totally. Oh, yeah. And so I think he was just like, ah, he's a kid. I hear the kids are into IPAs. Let's get him this one. It looks good. And I just like sure. happened to really like 
I won't say like it, but I was like, this isn't bad. Like I can drink uh-huh. this. I can drink more than like a few sips of it. And then, so the next time I was like with friends, I was like, oh, let's get Lagunitas. And it just like kind of clicked it for me. So Lagunitas and Harpoon IP, I think were the first two I started drinking. And then from then on, I was like, IP is only, I will drink nothing else. <laughs> you know, what okay. I mean? you, um, you know the reason, you know, the reason yeah. I think your dad picked up Lagunitas IPA Tell me, is because it's what it's what he celebrated your birth with back in 95 oh he said wow there's this new ipa on the shelf i just had a son oh i'm gonna God. drink this lagunitas yeah. and then said when he's 21 this mm-hmm. is the beer i'm gonna share with him <laughs> and we're gonna have this bond and then wow. he's gonna go on a world-renowned podcast and discuss it and break it down and finally I- my plan will be revealed <laughs> yeah, mine and my, you know, it will all come to fruition. Wow, this is, uh, we need some therapy to, to we work. Solved we yeah. solved that. We solved that. No, I love that, though. I also love your dad's playing baseball. That's cool. I yeah. do, too. That's a lot of fun. I think that's interesting. Now, that's the first bumper that I've enjoyed. Joe, I think, I think your I've internet enjoyed. is a bit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Joe, I think you are cutting in and out a bit just, just for what it's worth. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that was so delayed. <laughs> yeah, it was very delayed, but that's okay. You we'll roll carry with on it. the we conversation can still sort without of... me. I'll come back. Keep going. He's going to reboot the web. All right. He's going to go back to 95 and reboot the web. Wow. Um, so, Josh, I was going to ask before you, because you said you didn't really like beer mm. when you, were you just not much of an alcohol person at all, or was there some other alcohol you did like to drink uh, back then? I mean, I think I was. It was definitely just like I don't love alcohol, but like mm-hmm. I'll drink it. Um, and like sure. I have, like you know, it's I a enjoy. means to an end. Sort yeah, of it's thing. a means exactly. Yeah. It's a means to an end. You know, just like when I was a kid, I was like, I don't like broccoli, but if I eat the broccoli, I'll feel good and be healthy. Now I love broccoli, <laughs> but same same idea, except you know, kind of the total opposite at the same time with beer versus broccoli. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think just like, and and honestly, to this day, like I'm still not a huge alcohol person. Like I'll I'll, uh-huh. I'll drink a I'll drink a nice beer. I'll drink a, a Lagunitas. I'll, I'll go to a brewery and get a beer. But like, I I don't just like sit around and drink Rainier or drink like like sure. Coors Light. Like I, I think like if I'm not drinking like for the purpose of drinking, I like I'm like I don't I don't see the point. You like don't I don't like alcohol. enjoy I don't enjoy like a you know like a pub beer or anything like that enough to just like have one with dinner mm-hmm. um, yeah i don't know probably just like being in a fraternity in college and like drinking so much beer i think gotcha. I, just, you know, I don't want it anymore <laughs> yeah that um, sort of makes sense um where did you go to college by the way tufts tufts university in boston that's um, in boston which, okay yeah which like you probably haven't heard of i don't know i feel it's like i have heard of it yeah i i wouldn't have known it was in boston i don't think but i've mm. definitely heard of tufts totally yeah it's i mean great school like i loved it there uh my parents went there actually um Dad oh cool still plays baseball but um <laughs> did he play baseball in college there he did not he played soccer actually in college oh um, wow although it's one of those things where like he told me when like I grew up thinking my dad played soccer at Tufts. Like, like, oh shit! Like, my dad played on the varsity soccer team at Tufts. Mm-hmm. Then I found out he played on. Well, he was like, well, it was like the JV team technically. Like, uh-huh. you know, uh, like we like would practice at the varsity sometimes. Then I found out it was just like a club team. 
Like it was just like there <laughs> were no tryouts. Yeah, when I was like eight, like eighteen, it was just like there were no tryouts or anything. It was just I was like that. I like I do that too. Like I play <laughs> basketball and like flag football. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because uh, the tough soccer team is actually really good. They won the the state championship I think twice while I was there. I mean the D three state championship. So it's the like, D. Th- you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, national championship. I'm sure yeah. D three national championship. That's cool. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. All the way in Boston. Nice, nice. And you moved to Seattle. I just recently moved to Seattle six yeah. months ago. I actually hit you up before I even moved to Seattle. Ro- I remember. I yeah. remember. <laughs> Which was, I don't know. It, it, was it was it weird to receive that that message? I basically, I guess, to catch the, the listeners up. My girlfriend's lived in Seattle for three years, um, and we went to we went to school together. She mm. moved here immediately to work at Microsoft. I um, went to Switzerland and did like a teaching program there, and then I was in. San Francisco briefly, then back to Boston for like a year and a half. And then I moved here this past October. Before I moved here, Julie works at the co-working space affiliated with the podcast studio. You bet. Cloud Studios, I'm assuming you've you've shouted out before. Um, <laughs> Shout out. And we used to, now we're ashamed. Oh, yeah. yeah, Joey's, yeah that's true. I'm kidding. Um, Joey's back, by the way. I'm oh, back. Yeah. Did you reset did you reset the internet? Am I delayed? Oh uh, no, you're good. I think okay. you're good, yeah. Carry on, Josh. Cool. Yeah, sorry. Keep going, um, keep Josh. Plugging our business. Thank you. Yeah, Cloud Studios. Everyone, record your podcasts here, um, even though we don't have a studio right now. <laughs> um, hopefully soon, though. Hopefully very soon. Um, although, did you see Phase Two is probably not happening until like another? Yep. <laughs> another it's going to be longer than we thought. Unfortunately, yeah, we're going to get there. We are. That's why we there. drink, Josh. That's why we. That drink. That is why we drink. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I moved here. And before I moved here, my girlfriend was working at the co-working space that's affiliated with her studio. She's like, hey, there's like a podcast studio in the basement. And like, you like recording things. And I was like, I do like recording things. So I <laughs> think I just cold emailed you, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we like chatted on the phone and it was very much a like, yeah, you know, like, OK, hit me up when you get out here if you're mm-hmm. still interested. And I hit you up when I got out here. Um, and then, you know. For Seems sure. It's like so long ago. Fun. <laughs> it does seem long ago, but yeah, I'm glad we did get put in touch and it's been, uh, yeah, good to have you on board at the studio. Um, and now in to have a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really yeah. feel like it was like, all right, like January, cause I started working there January and it was like January, we're going to like train and like get you accustomed to some clients. And then like February and March was like, all right, like hit the ground running, like have a few yeah. great shows that I was working on. And then there was a nationwide, or and then everything stopped. Yeah, and then everything uh-huh. stopped. <laughs> no more business. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back. We're not going to talk about that anymore. We're going to magically forget about that's all another our good bumper. That was good. You're getting to be getting to finally justify these things. <laughs> I just had to, you know, it's not. I can't hit the ground running. It takes a little, some stumbles to start. Sure, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. So, so Joe, how did you fix the internet? What did you do? Walk us well, through. As astute listeners remember, the internet is nothing more than packets of information transmitted through TCP/IP. Mm. Uh, a series finally, of tubes, <laughs> as they say. Be- that Al Gore set up across the infrastructure across the nation. Now I d- op- closed the tab. I opened it again, and then I'm wow. back. Oh, <laughs> didn't even point, do the full restart. Didn't even wow. need it. Wow, that's the kind of computer. I'm like a you know a little computer whiz guy. <laughs> I've heard that a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people come to me and talk to me about computers. They'll set them up, you know, put them up in their home. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was going to 
bring up as I, my internet died and I was delayed was it struck me as interesting that Josh said, um, I got into beer with IPAs mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like that was the last, that hoppy flavor, which I love. Now, Nick said he's a, he's not a hop head. He's a malt man. I am, mm. a, I'm a self-professed hop head mm-hmm. and I love them only way later. Like to your point about an acquired taste, that was years of acquiring in order for me to like them because I was just drinking also what you said, cheap beer in college. And so then anything beyond that was like yellow mustard to stone ground mustard. I couldn't handle it. My little tummy mm. couldn't handle it. So now <laughs> but I did like, you like, did you like the cheap beer you were drinking or were you just like, yeah, it's, you know, it's beer. Yeah. I don't think I cared about what I liked at the time. It was a mean <laughs> at the time. It was a means to an end. Ah, oh, we use and that now, same term. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. How fun. Uh, and, and now it's actually part of the process, which I, I really enjoy. So right. that's interesting. And I wonder if part of it is this IPA that you tried, because this flavor, if we're to discuss the beer for a moment or two, mm. is maybe because of its age and also something I brought up, your Harpoon IPA, the other one that you like, mm. even older than this, 1993 is when that Whoa. one started. Mm. So both of these 20 plus years old, very uncommon for IPAs, perhaps are why um they have such a refined taste they're it's Mm. not overly bitter uh it's not i don't think this is throwing a bunch of hops at something right whereas if you if you talk about a lot of the the fresh hop craze that's going through the pacific northwest right now Mm. uh, that to me can sometimes edge on the side of throwing hops at it sometimes it's really juicy and good and i like Mm -hmm. citra hops and mosaic hops but uh this thing is is a unique ipa in its uh, how refined it is. I think yeah, people, it's mild, super mild, but yet not like watered down, not like a light beer or anything like that. Yeah. So no, totally. Anybody, yeah. anybody in cold cans nation that doesn't like IPAs, um, this is maybe also your gateway drug. I was like about to young, say, yeah. feels like a gateway beer for sure. It is yeah. much like a 16 year old Josh Brown when he tried his first Lagunitas. Or, <laughs> oh, come on. Said, I was, was at least 16 and a half. This, again, is an entertainment <laughs> podcast. Nothing is prosecutable by the court of law. Yes. Um, our n- lawyers are nodding in the background. Mm, yeah, uh, don't mess with them. There are seven, several of them, and they all have yeah. really nice suits on. We staff several. We staff the best. They're all Armani. Yeah. Um, nonetheless, yes, this is I Gateway think, IPA. I think I really, that's a really, really good like point, Joe. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I think this was made before the style of IPA that we're currently seeing. I think that's maybe why it tastes like it is. I don't know if they changed the recipe over the years yeah. or if this is just, you know, at the time this was like, oh, that's a hoppy beer. Whereas now, yeah, yeah there are so many beers that just they throw in so many different types of hops, yeah. which is cool for them to experiment with. But that's that's the type of beer I don't like is when it's just like it's all hops all the time. Like that's the only flavor and the only mouthfeel you really get. So it's this funny, is nice and subtle in its own way. It's funny hearing you guys say this because it's one of those things that I've never thought about, but I'm like, oh, of course. Like that makes so much sense because I feel like there's two types of IPAs you get. There's like the, oh, you know, this was developed last year. It's like so-and-so's crazy hopped up super mm-hmm. IPA. Yeah. It's like 8% alcohol and it's like an insane cosmic explosion. explosion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hitler's and then revenge. there's like, and I, I actually <laughs> noticed it with Harpoon more than this, but now that I'm drinking this and hearing this, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Harpoon, like when you drink a Harpoon after one of those like modern IPAs, you're like, oh, this isn't even an IPA. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it, yeah. it's super mildly hoppy. And I, I do think that 
that is probably why I started liking them and what kind of was the gateway, so to speak, for me to get more into the like more modern things. The more that modern. totally, totally makes sense. And I agree. This is the only IPA that I have liked that I've tried um, yeah. in recent memory. So I feel like wow. it's been, yeah. Well, really? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is one that I would genuinely seek out if it was somewhere and I wasn't feeling like a really light beer. I would get this IPA. Hmm. Nikki. Nikki, Nick, can we can we bring him to the, the dark little, side? <laughs> do you hear the little bell I mean, at the end of the tunnel? Do you yeah. hear the the top echelon tier, the little number one bell ringing at the end of the tunnel? We'll see. We'll see. We're going to leave wow. it a mystery for now. We haven't crowned a new number one in a long fucking time. Hold on. Number one. Not that, we're, not that we're going to. I mean, you know, July, July 19th of 2019 was our number one to shoot so the nearly a calendar I mean, year just a humble episodes. just a humble lagunitas drinker not trying to convince you guys of anything i'm just happy to be here you know <laughs> we don't have to go for the top 10 <laughs> well before we before we're ready to crown this beer let's let's do our segment all right, all right which all right. is another reason yeah josh brought up um why did you suggest this type of segment for this beer so, go ahead was doing some research uh, Ooh. Yeah, you know, because, uh, you know, I want to be an informed guest. Um, sure. And it turns to. out IPAs was like, oh, like what goes good with IPAs? I, I sort of think of IPAs as like summary. Um, but I'm not I'm not like a huge beer with dinner kind of guy in general. Like I, I would much prefer to like have a few beers and then dinner or have dinner, wait a couple hours. so I'm not as full, have a few beers, small stomach, you know, don't don't like a lot of a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff in there at the same time. Look who's so. bragging over here, small <laughs> stomach guy. No, please small, continue. Uh, small stomach doesn't mean small belly. They're very different things. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so from from my uh, from my you know gatherings, it turns out that a lot of people recommend IPA as a way to cool down spicy foods. Um, and if you ever if you guys have ever watched Hot Ones, there's an episode on it with Gordon Ramsay where he like pulls out every trick in the book to like try to cool his tongue off after eating these wings, which oh. is funny because he's a chef and you'd think he'd be able to handle it. But mm, right. I, I forget if he brought out an IPA specifically, but I'm pretty sure he brought out beer during it to like cool his tongue off. And IPA supposedly go really well with spicy food to mm. cool your tongue off. Something about the hops and I don't know, like I guess alcohol maybe, you know, mixes with with the spice i'm talking out of my ass right now but yeah who could there, say there must be some science there's only one reason. way to find out so i figured we could all get some spicy food uh i have this little this little tube of wasabi that we yeah. got okay, yeah, let's, reveal, <laughs> let's reveal these one by one okay so josh as the guest josh is going start. hard so i just went right is, in we have a tube so of wasabi. what is that where how do you purchase that what, what are uh, we looking at here you guys ever been to seattle fish guys yeah, I have. Yeah, really good spot. They just, right they near just where I live. These. Oh yeah, and they um and I'm so I'm not a big spicy food fan. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way first. Same. I don't know why I suggested this segment. Um, <laughs> and so I like got Seattle Fish Guys with my house uh with my housemates like a few weeks ago, and I didn't like I didn't get wasabi, and I brought home like but or sorry we got like fish to make sushi at home, and I brought home fish, and I brought home like they give you like a little mini tin of wasabi and like ginger things mm. like that. And I was like, this is good. And my housemate was like, hmm. And then without saying anything, my housemate left the house, went back to Seattle Fish Guys just to get this tube of wasabi. Because he was like, oh. I, we need more. Yeah. So, this is not sufficient wasabi. What do you say? Is this the yeah, Belgian? Yeah, is that the Belgian? No, not the Belgian guy. Different guy. 
<laughs> different guy. Carry um, on. So anyways, I have a tube of wasabi. Didn't know it came in that form. And I'm just going to go straight straight to the face with it. Not even going to. Raw dog. It's straight from the tap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. That's wasabi intense. is definitely hotter, yeah, than what, what I brought today. I have a spicy chili biltong air-dried beef. So it's similar to beef jerky, but it is just strips of beef um, rather than a sort of ground up and amalgamized and dried jerky. So, wow. Okay. Or amalgamated. That, that, that will be much, word. much better experience for you. Than yes. Than I think it's, it's got a really nice flavor. It's not that hot. That's my mm. little secret, Aww. but it's the spiciest thing I have. Cause like you, Josh, I'm not a huge spice guy, yeah. so I don't keep like spicy thing on hand, right. spicy things on hand really. You guys aren't heat seekers. No, no. To no. quote from the podcast that created this podcast. To right. steal and yes. What do you I have, Joe? Trader Joe's mm. Elote Corn Chip Dippers. Now, Elote is like the Mexican street corn. I was in Mexico City right before this, and we had street corn, and we didn't do well with it. We had to had the rumblies, uh, mm. also to quote that podcast. And I'm going to dip one into the actual spice-containing container, which is El Sombrero down in Columbia City in the Seattle neighborhood, one of my mm. favorite little family-run uh, little Mexican places. And you know it's authentic by the name, El Sombrero. Uh, <laughs> and they have a very spicy salsa. They're generous with it during this coronavirus time. So if you're in the Seattle area, <laughs> go to go to El Sombrero. Only during this time they're generous with it? They're stingy when you're at the table, but they give you lots of these in these to-go cups. Wow. And so we saved one, and it's an incredibly spicy salsa that I will Nice. Dip. The TJ. So you're going, yeah, the double double yeah. spice because I have had those dippers double and they up. are spicy on their own. So Godspeed, Joe. Wow. Did you have one on Monday? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Contents of this bag, you son of a bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's uh, let's eat them at once. We'll we'll like edit right, out this once. portion of the podcast and then <laughs> or we'll come edit, back. Or keep it in. Yeah, I don't know. I might I might throw up. I might just be like, oh, this is fine. Like, right. everything's on the table. Well, how else are we going to do it? We're going to do a round? Like... No, no, we can do it all together. We can do it all together. All right. Okay. Let's do it all, all right. together. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Oh, my God. That's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a maniac for doing wasabi, for what it's worth. I would never do that. <laughs> oh. Really oh, wakes you up, good. though. That's Did you really get that like nail through the middle of your skull yeah, wasabi wow. feeling? Right through my nose. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Like you put it on your tongue, you have a split second where you're like, oh, this isn't so bad. Yeah. And then it just like whoosh, just like shoots right through your nose. Oh yeah. How much, how much did you drive down? Uh like a little finger, a little finger full. I am not nothing crazy. <laughs> I definitely didn't like squirt it into my mouth. Good. Good. Okay. Um Okay, how did the beer counteract the spiciness? <sighs> I'm gonna be honest, like pretty well. <laughs> like it yeah. actually I actually feel like my mouth is still like a little hot, but it was pretty instantly I don't know if it like was really cooling, but it definitely like distracted me, I suppose mm-hmm. you could say. I think with wasabi too, it it's sort of like because when I've eaten it with sushi, when you just drink pretty much anything, it does help wash it down yeah. better than with some other spices where it kind of lingers in your mouth yeah. unless you do like a sour cream or milk or some fat based thing to drag it down your I feel like I maybe didn't um, choose throat. the best the best food for this challenge because it kinda I feel like it's pretty quick anyways. No, I well, I think it's a good bold think, choice. Yeah. I would never have 
straight lined uh, right well i mean to your point wasabi. of like, yeah well I, i'm psycho but like i mean to your point of like lingering like i feel like a salsa is a much more lingering spice sure, sure. so let, yeah, let's Joe, get how, love your how opinion, was yours yeah. well i just wanted to say japanese i think the the japanese people love beer in general if you go to tokyo or whatever everybody's drinking beer everywhere and almost all japanese food just works pairs very well with beer Ramen and, mm. and a cold beer on a rainy day is there's nothing better. And sushi mm. and beer works great because I think of that little wasabi kick when you mm. dip your little dippy. Yeah. Okay. I have the lote. I have the salsa. I tried it and it was perfect. This is extremely spicy salsa, and the elote stuff is just riddled with like salt and MSG. And uh, that combination was kind of an attack and assault on my senses. And mm. then, man. This IPA, to what Josh was saying, washed it. It just washed it down. It's like wine and cheese. It was so yeah. fucking good. It was. <laughs> this is as good of a parable or terrible than I can ever remember doing on this show. That was wow. a wow. perfect combination. Wow. wow. I'm on Nick? Um, yeah, it was a nice pairing for me, too. This uh, Biltong stuff is not extremely, like, uncomfortably spicy. I didn't, like, need something to get it out of my mouth, but... The beer, yeah, it complemented it very well. Um, just the like slow, slow, uh, low heat of the spicy chili jerky. The beer was perfect with it. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Can't speak highly enough. Look at, look at that. Let's hold Success up our spicy around. thing so we have a, a picture. Good Lord. Do we post these anywhere? They're on the Instagram, Joe. Come on, At Joe. Cold Cans Pod. Like I've and subscribe and follow. I mean, Good DM. DMs Instagram. are open. Very smart. Can I, but also, can I give... Just get on Instagram. Can I give an update on my? I've deleted all apps from my phone. Sure, please. It's been a few weeks now. All apps all or apps. all social media apps. Also, I, I've kept like I deleted email. I deleted everything that wasn't like. Hold on, we have to wait for the bumper. To no, they're rude. clapping for you. They're clapping for you crowd. getting off your off your apps. I got off my ass and deleted all the apps and I've kept only the communication apps on my phone. And mm. number one, I feel excellent. I feel like I have a longer attention span. Number two, I want those apps. I want them back. <laughs> I want to get back on Twitter. But I, what I've done is, and so Nick an and I have talked about this. Nick and I have talked about this before. Nick has deleted entire social media accounts. I have not done that. All I've done is taken them off the thing that's in my pocket all the time mm -hmm. and made it so that if I want to go on Twitter, I have to like sit down at my computer, open a goddamn browser and go on Twitter.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's been lovely. So everybody delete the apps. Uh, Throw your apps app. into the ocean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But first give us a give cold cans a follow. On yes, please. Follow. Yeah, follow yeah, yeah. and delete the app. And then you can yeah, delete it because you don't have to delete your account. Just delete the app. Yes. Sure. And then we maybe download numbers, though. Buy a new phone, make a new Twitter account, <laughs> yeah. follow, and then delete and set the up app. a bot that automatically likes all of our I posts. That's I, it. I, I suggest everyone in Cold Cans Nation buys five phones. The only purpose of the phone <laughs> is to subscribe to our podcast and automatically download it every week and leave five star reviews. That's all I suggest. Can I? That's all I ask for. 110 humble, episodes of content. Humble ask. And can we have yeah. one humble ask? Oh, man. All right, uh, let's uh, let's rank this beast. Let's I'm ready. Do you have a beer advocate, Nick? I'm yeah. England. So beer oh. advocate, beer advocate speaks very well of this beer. It has an 88, which translates wow. to very, very good. 
Oh my goodness. Wow. I, I had no idea. I had no idea what I was bringing to the table. I was just like, I like Lagunitas. Let's do that one. You it's stumbled. a good pick. I, you know, it's something you always see on the shelf. Like this is very widely distributed, which is in no small part because they're owned by Heineken. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. They like Heineken International, of course, of fame. But uh, I don't think it affects the quality of the beer. It's nice that it's available everywhere. It's so fucking good. To have distribution with a beer this good is uh, quite the achievement. So, Josh, we have tiers. And that's usually where we start when we talk about ranking this. So the top is the cream of the crop. And Mm -hmm. then as you scroll down, when we hit number set between 16 and 17, that's the Zen 10. So those are no longer the best. Okay. Uh, I believe there's also no longer 10. There's 11 there now. And then we have wild cards, which is like, we like these beers, but they're a little forgettable. We'll go to them if like somebody has them at a party. I'm not going to complain. I'm like, hell yeah, give me one of those. Mild cards, similar, but more forgettable. And actually, Montucky Cold Snack being in mild cards, goddamn shame. That is uh, a sin. In hindsight. And then we have the Olive Loaf. These beers remind us of like having an olive loaf of bread or olive loaf of meat. What did we? I don't remember where we landed. Yeah, that. that's like bologna with olives. In okay, it. right, bologna with olives in it. Then the deplorables. Now these are mass market. Just, just please let Joey finish his rankings discussion. He loves he loves talking <laughs> about the rankings. The deplorables is have this. what we're talking here is mass market light beers. These are your beers that you're going to encounter on a daily basis, but you don't necessarily love. And finally, from 92 to 93, there's the tier of the Russian radioactives. These things are putrid. I don't know why they're still in the top 100. We haven't totally discussed the logistics of that. Now I have gotten it all out. Wow. (laughs) Josh, your thoughts. All right. Um, I like to think that we're at least in the top few tiers here, um, seeing as we all enjoyed the beer. I'm seeing a lot of great stuff on here. Um, you know, there's fat tires, like 25. That's a good one. Um, where are we at? I mean, we know we have the natural light at 27, depending on how we rank certain factors. I would certainly rather have a Lagunitas than a natural light. Like if I'm using that as a point to work off of. However, I do recognize the argument that natural light was a very large part of my life for many years. And in terms of total beers consumed, natural light blows Lagunitas out of the water. It's mm-hmm. your so, advocate score, by the way, 42 or awful. So <laughs> a big discrepancy between, between the professionals and what we think. Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, it, it's a complex ranking system that, frankly, I'd have to really study it and understand fully to properly rank this. There's so, an entire I mean, like, graduate course on it. At, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, if it was yeah. me without being too audacious, perhaps. Um, Please be. Like, I would put it, I would put it in the top 20. Wow. So he's got it at least in the Zen 10 and maybe yeah. as high as the cream of the crop. Nick? I'm in cream, baby. Wow. I'm, I'm pure cream. Now, if you'll indulge <laughs> me one more time, we're going to read the cream of the crop. Taint, we're going to read it taint to tip 16 to 1. Mm-hmm. This is from 16 up is we got to grind the gears to a halt. 16 up is Optimism Breweries Before the Dawn. Thank you, Optimism, for coming onto the pod. Thank uh, you. 15 is Rataburger. 14 is Bat Squatch. 
13 Sculpin IPA. This was a new addition uh, because it was a, a new alternative. Number 12, Le Fin du Monde, a outstanding beer. Number 11, Traveling Light Kolsch. Number 10, Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA. Very similar to throwing hops at it. I love Hazy Little Thing IPAs. Number 9, Prima Pills. I kind of don't remember that one. Number 8, Rodenbach Grand Cru. Number 7, Cold Cans Kolsch. Now, this is a beer that Nick and I brewed ourselves. Mm. Uh, legitimately was good. Number 6, Spotted Cow. Number 5. Yeah. Number five, Lagunitas Nighttime Ale. Number four, Pyramid Snowcap Winter Ale. A couple winter warmers kind of back and forth there. Uh, three, Pseudo Sue. This is a Midwest beer. Still excellent. Holds up to this day. Number two, Delirium Tremens, a Belgian strong pale ale. Uh, your Belgian roommate is going to love this beer. I'm sure he does. And then our current number one, a go-to. It's still in my fridge right now. Nick and I had one the other day. Uh, Deschutes so by Deschutes Brewery. Just a super mm-hmm. fucking straightforward, classic, ninety-nine calorie beer. That is the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. We, I, all three of us okay. believe it belongs in this tier. In fact, Josh was the, mm. the most pessimistic, only saying top twenty. Yeah, it turns I out I was. Our, our head is a little. Higher. I can yeah. understand. You didn't want to. You didn't yeah. want to. Let's feel on your own beer. Yeah, you are feeling us out. Yeah. But uh, sure. I am. Yeah, I'm up. I'm. I am long on this beer. Long you need us. You're not feeling. No, not no. that high, Joe. Not that long. Whenever we hit a new number one, I hit a new decibel level. Uh, yeah, in terms screaming in my mic. Trying to edit this podcast together. <laughs> I don't think I'm quite to the new number one either. I don't oh, think no. I'm not going to give my thoughts until. So here's how the here's the format, Josh. We will oh, do a three, two, one, mm. and then we'll say our our number out loud, and then we'll figure out where it fits after we do that. Sometimes yep. we're. We're all on the same page. So we're, we're agreeing it's in cream of the crop. So when you three, two, one, it, it your number is going to be between one and 16. Um, cool. Do we all have a number? I have a number. I'm locked in. Yes. Yes. I'm locked in. Three, three two, two, one, one eight, nine. three. Oh. <laughs> okay. Eight. We got a three, eight, and a nine. A three, eight, and a nine. I gave it number three between Delirium Tremens and Pseudo Sue. Nick, you gave it eight? I'm eight. I'm right below Cold Cans Kolsch. Cold Cans Kolsch and Rodenbach. And Josh so, is between Rodenbach yeah, and Pseudo I gave it nine. And frankly, I haven't had half of the beers in the cream of the crop, so that's a little tough sure. for me to tell. But I have had Sierra Nevada, and I like Lagunitas a little bit better, hence yep. the nine over the ten. Didn't want to you know, didn't want to say it's better than the Cold Cans Kolsch. I can only imagine how great that was. I don't want to insult your heritage by putting it above Spotted Cow. Um, and I certainly was not going to be ambitious enough to put it in the top three. So hence my nine ranking. Okay. Okay. I think it's a fair, very fair ranking. I, totally I'm i just thinking I didn't want to put it above Cold Cans Kolsch either, but I think it is um, right up there. I, I did want to put it above Hazy Little Thing as well because I think this is a better, more uh, applicable and more circumstances type beer. Um, and just as tasty. So that's why, that's why I went with eight. Joe, you, uh, you shot your load way up there. I went, I went nuts. I, I really liked this beer. I like Josh's story. I like Josh. I like IPAs. I'm a self-proclaimed hophead, but I think when you refine it to this level, um, this is the, the essence of why I like IPAs. It's a lot of flavor, but it's not anything you have to fight through to be like, Mm-hmm. Well, no, this is still good. No, it's not that bitter. It's just like this is what they're supposed to taste like in my mind. I really, really like it. 
And uh, and to me, the only thing that was stopping it from being the new number one is how good Delirium Tremens is. Uh, it, it's just that's a that's a different tier. That beer is mm, close fair. to perfect, uh, as is Deschutes. So is this the first had... time you've had this beer, Joe? I've uh, fuck maybe. Okay, I don't think I've I think had it's it my first time as well. Wow, I'm honored. I, I I'm honored to bring this to your palate. That said, I will concede that Spotted Cow, Cold Cans, Kolsch, because this is the first time, those have more sentimental history in my heart. Mm-hmm. Right. So I could I could concede all the way down to eight, Nick, if you feel strongly about about those facts. But I, I do you- like that spot because, like you said, I think those other beers, we, we'll probably have to clear out Pyramid Snowcap and the other Lagunitas at some point. But the other beers up there, I think, have good reason to stay up there for more than just their taste or like the drinking it during the episode. It was uh, more of a um, nostalgia or emotion tied to it. Um, but this yeah. one, this one does as well. Uh, it does well in the taste and it's, it's nice that it sim- uh, symbolizes Josh coming on to cloud studios um, nation. So I, I think that's why it belongs where it is. Uh, I do drink a six pack of it every time I have a session. So, Oh wow! Well, right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. sorry if I heard, but uh, <laughs> so we have three options then, Nick. I believe we had a rip and replace method where we can take out number eight. It's just gone. Oh so, Rodenbach Grand Crew no longer in the rankings. We can boot out the bottom of the tier. That's Optimism Breweries before the dawn, or we can boot out number one hundred, which mm-hmm. is currently and just shift it Colada. Bud Light Chilada. That is. Let's bump them. Let's bump Chilada. Let's That's bump truly Chilada. one of the most. If if you go back, Josh or anyone, and listen to Bud Light Chilada, you'll hear that's one of the most atrocious things I've put yeah. in my mouth. That's such a <laughs> fucking awful beer. It's bad. I've never even heard of it. So Bud Light Chilada, we usually give a small moratorium, um, rated one point eight six out of five <laughs> or awful. On Fear Advocate, we reviewed this in on June eighth, two thousand eighteen. Uh, it was our sixtieth episode, and it said it's like a Bloody Mary, but with beer—the most premium, parable, or terrible in CC history. Wow, some parallels. And the boys think a real Michelada might taste okay. That was wow. our description. So let's that bump it. Atrocious. It's yeah. Does that mean you then have to like go in and? edit every yeah. single number on this list. I was going to say, I can understand why you do the rip and replace because it's just so much easier. It would be. He's on to us. Our intern does it, so it's it's no problem. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, this was a lot of fun, Josh. Thank you for it being was. here. Thank you for bringing this lovely beer to us. You're welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm really pleasantly surprised at how well it performed. Like I said, I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Thanks for being on the show, Josh. 